okay? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. everybody welcome this is the bold and the beautiful we are here right now we are getting ready to start our broadcast and i'm curtis austin and we are now on the when christian speak talk radio we air every second saturday of the month at 10 a.m won't you just tune in welcome to when christians talk radio bold and the beautiful if it wasn't for god i'd be weak i wouldn't wake up from my sleep i wouldn't have nothing to eat i wouldn't be so unique if it wasn't for god i would lose it i wouldn't live under a If it wasn't for God, I would have been bold. The enemy would have taken my soul. But now I rise up and I surprise them at the day that he rose. If it wasn't for God, I wouldn't be up in these four cars on the way to my shows. If it wasn't for God, I wouldn't have nada. I wouldn't be cold. If it wasn't for God, I wouldn't have clothes. No shoes to cover my toes. No hat to cover my head. If it wasn't for God, I would have been. If it wasn't for God, I wouldn't be counted out. My family down and out. I'm blessed so without a doubt. Hey. Gotta make sure I shout it out. Hallelujah. 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 Bold and Beautiful is a talk show designed to bring the word of God to youth and young adults around the world and embolden them to live out loud for Jesus. Our vision is to see young people of the world rising up to take their rightful place as leaders and world changers. I'm a young girl spitting that gospel. Last time I saw the God, he said, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. 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 And they try to act like they never knew you. But the devil can't do nothing to you. We are back once again for another bold and beautiful podcast, and we have wonderful guests today. They didn't even actually know they were going to be guests, which is even better. So we have David Jordan and Crystal with us. Can you give a shout out? Can you give a hey? Can I get a hey? Hey. Hey. Hello, guys. Hey. Yeah. And it's David and Jordan. Not not in case you just missed it. It's not David Jordan. No. That's right. (laughs) Here he goes. In the studio. We ready, y'all? Yeah. So he's gonna. I just want y'all to be prepared. That's going to happen several yeah. times yeah. throughout the show. Just just be prepared. So we are excited to get this show started. Um, yeah. Shout out. Say hey, guys. My co-hosts, of course, Reverend Novena and Reverend Curtis. Hey. Hey, everybody. We can't wait to get into this show. So I'm going to open with a quick word of prayer. Hey, Jesus. Hey, boo. We are so uh, excited to be here this evening to see these wonderful, beautiful spirits that we haven't seen in quite some time and to hear where they are on their journey. So I thank you that you just bless this time, make it fun and fantastic, and that we can all learn and grow. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Okay, so I don't even know where to start. There's so many things that I have in my head. Crystal, I'm going to start with you. 
because I feel like you're the one who is expecting it the least, so that's why I'm going to do this to you. And I know you're up for the task because you're special. So we should start off by saying that um, Novena and I have known these children for many, many moons, and we haven't seen them in quite some time, and it's beautiful to see their growth. Um, so there's going to be like some catching up and some reminiscing happening here. So, Crystal, real quick, tell us just a little bit about yourself and a little bit about what you're passionate about right now. Okay, well, my name is Crystal. And you should be girl, like, I'm... Project. Okay, I got you. <laughs> well, I dance every day after school. Um, I really want to be an engineer. Mm -hmm. It's called biomedical engineer. Oh my gosh, that's that was, that was that's super big right there. I'm telling you. Well, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I cannot. And Keep going, darling. The school where David and Jordan are going to, they have it there. So, you know, already thinking about that. Mm -hmm. Very so. cool. Wow. Impressive. That is. Okay, so, so wait, so I have no idea what biomedical engineering is. So, <laughs> what is that? Well, biomedical engineering is like, you know, the people who make like the prosthetic legs and the little like chairs for people who are like paralyzed. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to do. Wow. wow. That's awesome. That's so interesting. See, I didn't even know that was a thing. Or oh, I didn't know that that was a thing that would be an engineer's job. Yeah. I have a friend who has a prosthetic leg. It's gold. It's actually really fabulous. It's all like designed and stuff. So that's very cool. Okay. Like why? Like how? Like where did we get that mm -hmm. from? Where did where? Okay, so I watched The Upside, right? What's The Upside? What is that? So it's a movie with Kevin Harton and stuff. So we went to the movie and we watched it. Oh, that's the new yeah. yeah, I wanted to see that. I yeah. Oh, with the guy who's okay. in the wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Okay. And like close to the end, they showed him working at this job and there were the chairs that he had because since he couldn't move any of his body, he had to move the chair with his chin with like a joystick. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And so that's where you got the idea from. Yeah. And you found out exactly what it was that who creates those type of things. Wow, yeah. you did your research and everything. I, I applaud you for real. That's impressive. Like mm -hmm. spectacular. Thank you. Okay. The twins. Oh, it's so like I I neglected to mention that David <laughs> and Jordan are twins. They're very different souls. They look a lot alike, but they're very different. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like I should start with David because he also didn't know that he was going to be on the podcast today, which is spectacular. Wait a minute. You have, are, are you like your brother? You have some other Instagram that you don't want me to be aware no. of? You just have the one account? Unlike no, I, your brother Jordan that has two and one I can't be a part of. I'm just going to bring it. I'm going to be throwing that through all this whole podcast. Okay. Go ahead, I, mean, well, I mean, unlike that account. I have two accounts, but none of them are personal. So, like, I use DMs and stuff, but um, one is just fly fishing stuff, and that's, like, the one I use the most, but I do have, like, a photography one. Mm. I just post, like, the ones I edit in Lightroom and stuff like that, like, when I actually camera. So, uh, is photography one of, like, your passions? I just things on the side. I like film, and, like, as well, but, I, you know, I don't really have the time for it at, at this point, but I still like on the side for fun or on the side like you might make money doing it? No, nah, I just on the side for fun. Mm. Okay. How did you get into photography? Um, I don't know. I would just say I like taking them just as a kid. And then I just always like uh, filming things. So I would just get a camera 
The real camera or your telephone? Yeah, I mean, nah, DSLR. I've had one since I was like 15. So, I mean, then I had a mirrorless brand. I don't have one just because I'm saving money, but I'll eventually get back into it. Right now, I'm just using my iPhone. Mm -hmm. Nice. Mm -hmm. Photography and biology. All right. Mm -hmm. Y'all some talented young men and women. I mean, that was just. It's your turn to ask questions because I can't. Y'all, we didn't get uh, Jordan. Crossing over the river now, telling him. That's a question. Yeah, tell us about you. Just a general. Well, general. Other than the fact that well, you have two Instagram accounts, one that I can't have access to. But, but like David, I fish. I fly fish a lot. So okay. That's something we do for leisure. I watch a lot of baseball, so every time I'm not working, uh, the Nationals, they play like almost every day, so like, I just sit on the couch and uh, watch baseball. I like the art of baseball, like the art of pitching and stuff like that, so I enjoy that, and um, a big part of my life as well is my church and like being committed to, to those people and serving at my church, and I guess I just desire to progress in the things of God and just press on you know mm-hmm. that's a little bit about me a little bit about you and the fact that you have two Instagram accounts one that I don't have access to but other than that other than that I'm not going to let it go I'm just not just be clear I'm not going to let that go you know I'm not going to let that go 13 countries no man yeah. ever so um, it's my turn to ask some yes, questions because I want to follow up on a lot of things I heard um, I'm really excited about uh, you being interested in biomedical engineering <laughs> that's, that's, I would never have thought that because I just know you as like a dancer and I didn't even hear you mention that um, is that still one of your great interests dancing yeah of course yeah do you um, see that in your future like mm-hmm. how old are you Crystal 12. 12. How long have you been dancing? Like nine years since yeah. I was like three. Yeah. All right. And um, I know I've seen you dancing. It's amazing just to, to watch you dance and just to hear this other part of you that, that I wasn't even aware of. So you like science and, mm-hmm. and what other things do you like in school? I like math and science. Mm-hmm. They both have to do with engineering. Right. I just like my brain, it just works in a weird way, and like most people do things like the normal way, but I feel like it, I make it more complicated, but then my brain works it out better that way. Mm-hmm. Like you do a lot of thinking. I know she has this game here full of um, magnets, and she's just creating things. She was creating things even before we got on air, and I thought that was so, um, just thinking all the time. And um, just to see David and Jordan, I, they were um, two of my favorite students when we used to um, teach them in, in church, but now they're all grown up and they just recently graduated. Congratulations, y'all. Congratulations. Congratulations. So we heard a little bit about your plans in the next um, couple of months. Uh, so did you want to tell us on air the things that you look forward to in the next like year or so? Yeah, I don't know. Um, 
I'm looking forward to just participating in the RTC program. I don't know, PT, skin up early. I don't know. Just seeing what kind of leadership positions I'll find myself in in college. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I look forward to my political side major too. So seeing what I can learn. So you both plan on going to college? Not right. Mm-hmm. It would be you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you're both going to the same school. Right. Yeah. And, um, I, um, I don't know how much I want to go into, like, where you're going to school and what you, I know you're going to go into political science and Jordan. Political science as well. Same thing. And, did y'all decide on doing this together? Nah. That's funny. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> Going to the same school and the same major. But that's um that's really great. Um so in five years, where do you see yourself from there? Do I, don't know. I do? honestly don't know. Don't know. So, I don't know. Out of school. Yeah. What about you, Jordan? Yeah, I see myself out of school as well, but I want to be a teacher. Yeah. So, like, um, in the, edu- the education program, you you start student teaching. I think your soft your sophomore year, and you start your <coughs> diversity jam. They call it. It's where you go teach in an urban community. Um, oh, really? So you teach in an urban community. Um, <clears throat> I think your junior year. Mm. So you're already kind of building your resume in a, mm-hmm. in a sense, and you're getting your feet wet in education. Mm-hmm. So I hope to be like full time teaching in five years. That's what's up. So what 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 was the the thing like when you look back that that defining point in your life that you said that basically like you really wanted to be a teacher or educator? It was fairly recent. I have not. I don't know. I've always had a passion for history, and I know it's cliche. People always say, like, if you forget the past or or you're not diligent to study history, that you'll repeat the Mm -hmm. mistakes of the past. But I think I sincerely believe that, and I believe, like, our our culture's, like, great ignorance is that they dehumanize the people of the past Mm. in the sense of the people of the past. So they don't study it, and they don't learn about it, or they just dismiss it. And I think that surely will like cause them to continue in some of those mistakes. Mm-hmm. Wow. So point. I think you, know, mm-hmm. you got to be humble enough to, you know, study history. And I think it's fun too. Mm-hmm. I actually saw I actually saw David uh, nodding his head uh, out of the corner of my eye um, when you were saying that. So David, you you have a position about that too, then, huh? I mean, in a way, I was just uh, disagreeing with the point. Um, yeah, I think it's point. It's important to, you know, understand, I don't know, just sort of garner some knowledge from, you know, your, the people that came before you. I don't know, even looking back right now, there's the 70, 75th anniversary of the D-Day mm-hmm. vets. You know, just looking back at that situation, mm-hmm. like kind of the sacrifices that people made. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's a... Even though it was a lot of violence, and you know, but a good thing came out of that, and 
absolutely. You know, and, and if you just think about the Holocaust, that you know that you know, you know the Jewish people, they haven't even rebounded in population since you know the forties and, and, and what happened in Nazi mm-hmm. Germany. Just just you know exploring that segment of history, mm-hmm. and, and and if you look back at that, I know I'm off on a tangent a bit, but just oh, yeah. that that moment in time in history, that's probably. You know, one of the most evil things that's ever happened is where humans can go. Mm-hmm. And I think what he was saying, what he was saying about how, oh, you know, we're better. It's, it's, it's sort of like, you know, this generation and people just think that, you know, we can never go there. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can always go there. Always. We can always, you know, get caught up in tribalism to the point where, you know, you're agreeing with, with these sort of ideologies. So, mm-hmm. you know. Just looking back at that point in time, you see how dark humans can get, mm-hmm. how dark things can get. I think that's important to yeah. study history. I, I, I love y'all, um, y'all thirst for education. I, I mean, I really love that about you too. Because mm-hmm. um, I, and then your, your, your thirst for history, but not just um, history and, and education and as a total. But um, having this conversation with um, Jordan earlier um, on a theological aspect, you know this. This basically the, the the places that he you you know you was able to go with me, and speaking about those things, and I see this the same thing is also in you, David. So um, you know I really applaud both of y'all, and then mm-hmm. I see you know you, Crystal, at you know really seeing Crystal um, at age twelve, you know her personality and her presence, um, and also too you know her uh, her 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 wisdom I should say. At that age, you might say, "Well, how can a twelve-year-old really have wisdom?" Yeah, well, you you heard it, you heard it here, you <laughs> yes. heard it here. She watched the movie on the upside, and she had made decisions about what she might want to do, and she did. Edu- she educated herself on how to become that. So I got grown people that don't even do that, but mm-hmm. you know, you three are some very, very, very special guests that we have here on this show, and I appreciate y'all coming today. Appreciate, appreciate you having us. So I was thinking, um, and not to get, because. I don't really like politics, but in our, like, not just nationally, our our political conversations and the discourse that's happening, but things that are happening globally, what are some observations you're having about where we are in history right now? Oh, making me think. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, I mean, I think this is like a, a generation that lacks community and social fabric so just mm. um, I'm reading this book it's called The Right Side of History and the, I'm just on the first chapter and it's talking about how like what is happiness you know this country allows us to pursue happiness this is what John Locke was saying you know the pursuit of happiness that's what every man should have the right to pursue happiness but like what is happiness and I think that even you know we're having these school shootings and stuff like that you know there's depression amongst you know young people mm-hmm. You know, so I think just to, you know, to take it political in a sense, just like, and just people have, now, people in general in this day and age just struggle with what is happiness and they don't understand that happiness comes from, in the book of saying it's like, well, from, you know, from God, mm-hmm. from a relationship with relationship God. Relationship with God. And it's kind of like we're pursuing pleasure but not happiness. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's our issue, and I, you know, the biggest issue is just like, like I said, just a lack of community. I mean, community comes from churches. It comes from, like, you know, 
people getting together and doing things. Mm -hmm. And I think we're on our phones, we're doing a lot of things, but we're not like face to face. And like social fabric would just be things that would tie us together from an ideological point of view. So just values that we all look to and we all affirm and we all say, you know, this is, these are right. It's kind of a lot of postmodernism. So just a lot of, you know, people making up their own version of this right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all hear this out there in radio land. That's what I'm talking about, right? You hear him talking right now. They're talking about something on here right now. Pay attention. Pay attention. Right here, yeah. right on the nail, like yeah. the nail right on the head. And Jordan, would you like mm-hmm. to chime in with your own observation? Sure, I can just press in on what my brother said. Mm-hmm. So, like, we live in a very stimulated generation. So, we have like phones and different uh, techno <laughs> technologies. Mm-hmm. But like, and I think it, there's good to it. But mm-hmm. I think naturally, uh, with our sinful bend, um, we abuse it. We, we abuse it, and we seek for these fleeting pleasures mm-hmm. and I think a lot of politicians would I think like uh, us to believe that I guess the, the lack of happiness or the increase of depression is is primarily an economic thing which I think economics play a part um, when you when um, like jobs are lost people people find a lot of security in their jobs so they they resort to to evil things like uh, my brother brought up the school shooting and things of that nature but like he said I think primarily we get our contentment and we get our happiness from community mm-hmm. I honestly believe that I think we get our happiness from community I think we get our ha- happy, happy, happiness from a relationship with God the Christian God Yahweh I mm-hmm. think um, and and we should develop a sense of like common value values and principles mm-hmm. that we stand on and then have something to back it up so have scripture to be our reference point so we can't we're not just merely like asserting uh, what is right and wrong but we're appealing to an author- authoritative source you know so mm-hmm. I think if we, if, we, if we can change minds and hearts one by one I think that will do more to fix I guess our political system more than like politicians or a, a different economic system or anything uh-huh. like that. Community. I was definitely about to ask like what would you think the solution would be? So you mm-hmm. kind of like touched on it just now about you know um, you know having that that take having to taking that position and, and changing hearts <laughs> trying to change your hearts and minds one by one. Um, so let me say let me ask you this then. So basically when it really comes down to it and we see how the social status of um, well community has been torn apart mm-hmm. you know what, what would you say as young men um, growing up what would you say would be the one of the main pieces that you see that caused that fabric to be torn that's a hard question um, it's probably a lot of factors um, like family I think less families mm-hmm. um within uh, black community and also in like um, Appalachia and, and like uh, rural white communities like just the families kind of bringing up and I think if you get that you know family unit mm-hmm. then that you know you know then community builds just I don't know family by family if that makes sense mm-hmm. I don't know uh, 
it would probably and be the like just the increasing amount of like technology kind of pulling us away from each other it's like we're together on an app or a social mm-hmm. media thing but we're not together in person mm-hmm. yeah. and i think the numbers saying that you know church attendance is down it's been going down in, in Europe for a while, but it's starting to happen in America too. So we kind of see how that affects community. Yeah. I think a lot of men just going back decades ago, like churches were they they did a lot of things. I mean, they helped the homeless. They you know helped people financially. They that builds relationships mm-hmm. and communities mm-hmm. like lifelong bonds. Um, you know, they just did things. You know, they might have helped fix... You know, it wasn't just the government doing everything. Mm-hmm. You know, resources... Mm, people that helping more, people. Yeah, right. And the place where pe- people got together was at church. Church, right. You know? And I think, like, uh, social media, like, is a cheap way mm-hmm. of... Com- like, mm-hmm. like, way of building community, but Fast it's much... way. Mm-hmm. Right, it's much friends. harder. For Facebook, friends. It's mm-hmm. much harder to actually engage with people. It Absolutely. Is, it is not easy. To develop community or make friends to bring it mm-hmm. more narrowly, like it, it isn't. And our our pastor was talking about how to get to know personally the people in our body. So to get to know the people in our church yes. is 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 a mundane but also spiritual endeavor. So mm-hmm. you you we are bringing glory to God when we when we mm-hmm. develop when we commune when mm-hmm. we develop friendships, and it is hard. It's much easier to like and comment mm-hmm. it's it's harder to have a conversation Absolutely. and be there in person and care for one another yeah. I see your point you know what and what um what I find in like just the world in general is that we we sometimes like take just like these big general statements and we just say it like it's a truth like you know one of the things that always burns my bridges is when they say like women can't get along and they just say that and then it's like then everyone's like oh you know women can't get along and no one ever like questions it or like fights back against it and um it made me think about that when we're talking about like making friends in in person and and instead of like Mm -hmm. via social media and i thought about that that really all, the only difference is our mindset about it. Like the only reason women say they can't get along is because they believe they can't get along. So I feel like the only reason people don't make friends in person is because they think it's hard to make friends in person or they think that they would be rejected. Because I find, because I have like the exact opposite, just personally I have the exact opposite view. Like I find it super easy to meet anybody in like person, yeah. I will go sit outside on a bench and talk. I might like go and be like oh there's a person sitting at the- I'm gonna go talk to this uh-huh. person I'm gonna start a whole conversation and what I find um, again just me personally is that um, especially being a believer and being that God created everybody so everybody to me is interesting because God created them uh-huh. so I feel like seeing a person I don't know is like seeing an aspect of God I haven't met yet and so when I talk to people and my husband always calls me like an investigator because I do I ask a whole lot of questions. But that's only because I feel like talking to people is like reading a Bible. I feel like mm-hmm. I am talking to the person and hearing their process in their story and wherever they are in the story. Like if it's Jonah before the whale or after. Do you know what I mean? So wherever you are in your story is fine. But I feel like because I know that you are divinely created, you're automatically interesting. 
Um, and so I feel like if we as, you know, you know that that simple saying like, you know, we're the ones we've been waiting for, if we individually start taking that kind of stance, like it is so much easier to connect than we think it is, then it'll be much easier to connect than we think it is. Well, I definitely, you know, it was, it was both of you are saying too, and I and I did and I do, of course, you know, me being removed for a long for a long period of time and being placed back, but so society as as a whole had totally shifted. I couldn't believe like how like when I really first was exposed again, and people literally walked down the street like this. Mm-hmm. You know, with and I'm, when people can't see in radio land, and I'm holding my phone in front mm-hmm. of me, head down, looking at the phone, but like proceeding to walk forward. So you know, it, it got to a point where I, I was like realizing, like, dad, you know, watch where you're going. You know what I'm saying? Like, you about to walk out in traffic, and it's like it's such an unconsciousness that people, I think, is not intentional, but people are so unconscious about their lack of lack of uh, engagement with one mm-hmm, another. Mm-hmm. Um, we engage with each other depending on the environment. But even if uh, if you walk into a restaurant, sometimes if you ever just notice that, like, say if you go to a restaurant and you go to a restaurant and you see people at the table, mm-hmm. right? You Just pay attention. Just, mm-hmm. just scope through the whole restaurant mm-hmm. for a second as you walk in before you sit down. And uh, a majority of the restaurant will be probably five let's say five people at the table at least three to four of them will on be their on their phone yeah. mm-hmm. you know so that is just shows the disconnect sometimes though even when we're in close proximity of one another which 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 lacks the the ability to build real strong relationships mm-hmm. and community and i think that's another problem too is because we don't intentionally engage each other or connect with each other mm-hmm. and um and, and made mostly too because with our post 9-11 society People are scared of each other, you know. People are fearful in their environments, you know, and then was sad about that being fearful in your environment and your your community, but you ain't paying attention either. Come on, man. You know that's the other sad thing about it. I mean, like you know, it's, you know, I be telling people all the time, pay, pay attention, attention to your surroundings. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I'm so scared to be and so fearful. I ain't paying attention though. You know, it's like an optimal. Well, especially you know? when they walk around with yeah. their headset on yeah. and not being able to hear everything. But I want to um, go back to what you were saying about intention. Mm-hmm. And I look at how we build community here with Bold and Beautiful. Mm-hmm. We intentionally come together once a month and have our meal with our guests. So we can be face-to-face and we can get to know each other. And then our guests have to be intentional in getting here, you know, and sitting with us and engaging. I think about how we have built relationship, especially with my, our young people here, because we built relationship in youth church and youth ministry and um, and then even we took it a step further we would um, cook together and do fun things together you know oh she and, said that real nice but if you come early you gonna be you she gonna put you to work, work. <laughs> but that all of that is intentional and it builds community right. and I think that that's because I have that type of personality where I, I make friends better in person mm-hmm. than liking them. If somebody wants to be my friend online, it's like, who are they? What, yeah. I get suspicious. You know, why do they want to be my friend? Right. Who sent you? <laughs> but when you see somebody in front of you and you in, intentionally engage and you get to watch them grow and blossom, it's like a, a, a tree <laughs> with some fruit. Yeah, I don't know anything about trees. <laughs> but yeah, like, I think you guys are just a, like saying that we're saying. Mm-hmm. We understand Absolutely. that. Yeah, that you're like the exception. Mm-hmm. But like just people at large. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe struggle with that. You know? mm-hmm. You are not oh, intentional. Actually, yeah. not intentional. Yeah. So, and, but, and I would agree with Miss Jordana here. Mm-hmm. I, I talk to people a lot too 
Like, I'm, I'm okay with, like, introducing myself okay. to strangers. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, making meaning, meaningful connections, I still find a little difficult. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people do. There's a lot of people who have a lot of friends. I, f- I, f- I feel like I find this trend. Like, there's a lot of people, like, they say they don't have any friends. They, 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 like, whine about not having friends. But, like, they talk to people. But are they, they talk to people. in community? Right. But, but there's something different. Like, a meaningful relationship. It could you be one encounter, though. I feel like it could be one encounter. I feel like it could be, like, mm-hmm. the woman at the well. Like, I feel like because we are, you know, as he is, so are we in this world. If we're like Jesus walking right. around, right? Uh-huh. We could totally have one encounter with someone and completely change their lives. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's the goal. Like, I feel there is, um, and I've, I've told this story a couple of times, um, definitely on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite ministers tells a story about a dream that he was having where everything was in black and white and he was trying to figure out why everything was, there was like no lack of color. And um, he was in a car and being driven around and all he saw was people saying, oh, you're, you know, using all these negative terms like, oh, look at this person with this criminal background. Oh, look at you, you've, you know, you've abused your wife. Oh, look at this. So it's all these people looking around and saying what's wrong. And then, um, and he had this dream in successive nights. So. By the third night, um, there was someone who was going out and saying, you know, you are the child of the Most High God. So saying all these positive things, and the person would change color. And then the person changed color, and they would touch someone, and then that person would change color. And I feel like that's the goal of, mm-hmm. of just what we're supposed to be mm-hmm. like here for. I feel like mm-hmm. the goal is to change folks' colors. Mm-hmm. And I feel like mm-hmm. if we do that more, um, like imagine if you got up every morning and was like, okay, I'm going to go out in this world, and I'm going to be loved to whoever I encounter. Mm-hmm. I feel like like you could, and you, you might not ever see the impact of what you do or the right, smile right. you give, but That's I feel right. like that could be something that sparks something in someone's, yeah. like, journey. I, I agree. I mean, in fact, the whole time when you were saying that, I was thinking about just, just the sovereignty of God. Mm-hmm. And basically when it comes down to it is that the, I don't really believe in happenstance. I believe in divine providence. So... For instance, these young these young people that we have on our show today, you know, I go in. Didn't know they were going to be on the show. Uh, I go speak right. I go speak at a at a school. Um, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. the last alternative school. Um, on every Friday, every last Friday of the month, um, and tell my story and try to p- persuade the young people to uh, make better choices. But lo and behold, I met their father because he's the principal there and didn't know that these were his sons and daughter. So it's it's amazing how you come across people like God will have you cross paths. But you don't understand that you that the story that God is writing or have written, you know, that this person you cross, like you said, to basically impact something in some way, fashion or form, but to the glory of God. Mm -hmm. So here we are. We you know, I have been in a position. To be able to be allowed, now I'll say that, to be allowed to go into a school, to speak at a mm. place. And I met a man, and this man is a principal, but yet he's also a man of God. Mm-hmm. But he desires to see these young people that's going in the wrong direction change that direction. So he allows individuals who have changed direction to come speak to them. But yet at the same time, never knowing that later on, within the same within the same time frame, <laughs> that I will meet his children. Come on now. Who are so intentional about oh, connecting with people and also going in a direction to help change people. In other words, they touching and they changing and producing color in people's lives. Absolutely. So we see that sovereignty of God is awesome. Like when you just think about stuff like that. In fact, it, it gets you so pumped up, you just want to do like this. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I, can't. I wish I could 
expressions at the table. Know, yeah, so you know, I just I, I love that story that she tells, and, and I, in fact, I'm glad she's told it again so I can remember it, you know, a little mm-hmm. bit more, um, more um, great, greater than I did before. But you, young people, y'all have had a color to my life tonight. Absolutely, Crystal. I have a question for you. Oh. I know. Don't make that face. She's making a face, people. Um, if you could, what I call a big idea. Like, if you could change a big thing, like a big thing, mm-hmm. not like a small thing, not like, I wish I could be two inches taller, not like that, but like a big thing. Mm-hmm. What big idea, big thing would you change? Ooh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like, living in the world and looking out in the world, like, you'd be like, you know what, I really wish I could, I really wish this were different. I don't know. I never really think about it. Oh. Okay. Um, well, I guess now I have to. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like you're out in the world enough? Do you feel like you're out and exposed, like, in, in the world? Because I know, like, I know feeling um, when you're younger, you're exposure is kind of directed at what your parents let you do and where your parents let you go and that kind of thing. Do you feel like you're like out in the world? Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? A little. <laughs> a little? Um, I don't feel like I'm not. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Like, right. So, so where do you feel like you get your most exposure? Like I go out and I do this. This is where I ex- am exposed to like people and environments and where are you getting all your exposures? Where is that happening? Well, we go to the we go to the <coughs> homeschooling thing, our co op. Mm-hmm. That's where I get the most like social interaction and dance. Mm-hmm. So, well, I don't know. <laughs> Are those two environments similar or very no, different? Very different. Mm-hmm. Give, like give me like see, see that's a whole face. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a story behind this face. <laughs> Explain. Well, the people that dance, I feel they're more worldly. They're a lot more worldly. And the club we go to is Christian. They're very welcoming. You can't not make a friend there. Okay. Like, it'd be a problem if you didn't. <laughs> so, what is what is worldly look like? Mm-hmm. Is it harder to make friends in that environment? Yeah, because I don't really, like, vibe with those kind of people. Like, it's, it's like, a weird thing to say. It's like I feel vibes yeah absolutely mm-hmm. that's, that's a thing that's real waves mm-hmm. that's real that is. there was this one guy who came to the tree of life and he would like make me give him a hug and i was like mm-hmm. that's a vibration i was like he just seemed a little more worldly and i did people can pick up on that that's real that is very yeah, real that's uh that's real you mm-hmm. know yeah you got to be careful too like now because it's spiritual, right? Definitely mm-hmm. spiritual. Right? You feel mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, did you feel comfortable? Like, did you say, like, mm, I'm okay with the hug thing? Well, I mean... Or did you hug him and then just felt a little uncomfortable? I hugged him and felt a little uncomfortable. Okay, that's real. Because mm-hmm. me, it's like... You want to be nice. Yeah. And, right, right. It's hard for me to say no. But, you know, I have to learn to. Right, yes. absolutely. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Yes. That's important. Mm-hmm. Like That's safety. Yeah. Like when when some ain't right, you gotta yeah. be like, this ain't right. Mm-hmm. I'll show you trick. You gotta do it, say. So when you uh, 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 hold hold up, bro. Nah, hold up. Hold up. Hold, 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 Give me the elbow. I don't I don't I don't I don't know if I'm 
yeah. to, to subscribe to the elbow. Yeah. <laughs> there, there should be like a happy yeah. medium between the elbow. Yeah. Just sneeze or <laughs> yes, fake sneeze, yeah. fake sneeze. Yeah. Fake sneeze. Yeah. Yeah. Come at you. And like if you can like get some like spit or something to come out, mm-hmm. that might be even more helpful. Yeah. <laughs> or even, I, like that makes people uncomfortable. Don't absolutely. you think body fluids make people uncomfortable? Right. Exactly. Still wanna hug? Absolutely. That may work. But you trust your instincts like that. When you know something doesn't vibe or doesn't Mm -hmm. feel right, trust your instinct. Mm -hmm. You know? And then tell somebody Mm -hmm. much bigger than you. (laughs) Right. Some some of y'all, you see my twin brothers over there? Come on now. Both of them looking side-eyed like, But check this out, though. So I I found something interesting um, that I hear. I I need to pull this out real quick, all right? Um, So, David. What's up? Uh, you, 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 speak, you speak Chinese, huh? Oh yeah. You do, you do. I do, I do too. I'm, I'm gonna speak a little bit to you, right? Uh-oh. Shrimp, Uh-oh. broccoli, egg, foo young, <laughs> egg rolls. You know that, that that's all of it. I speak right here. Where's the horn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us something. Give us something. I right cannot. Quick. Give us something right quick. <laughs> what? Tell us something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you today? I mean, like, or you can say Nihama. 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 Yeah. Boy, boy said it just now. Please pay that man no attention. <laughs> say, say it again. If you're saying, you know, like, how, like, what's up today? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of formal. People don't, like, if you know someone, you can say something more funny, but, like, me, Jing Ting, or, or, how much is how are you like are you good question mark mm. um, but like i don't know okay. I, so why chinese yeah yeah mm-hmm. what provoked you to why? learn Mandarin. i got a scholarship when i was like a, a freshman summer to do it and i was already in the languages before it and so i just decided to do it it's just an interest you have in languages and then i followed up with it last semester mm-hmm. and i just did 201 mm-hmm. and that's it how many languages you have? i mean for really just mandarin what I'm the best at. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. That's, that, that's I mean, old. I did Spanish one, mm-hmm. but I mean, I, I like Spanish, but it's just Chinese is easier to me because mm-hmm. I just started out with that. It's like no conjugations. I don't like that as much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What about you? about you, Jordan? You know any languages? No, sir. I'm not conversational <laughs> with any other language. <laughs> I know a little Spanish like every American. Okay. Okay. Well, man, I I, I know I, I thought that was interesting. You know what I'm saying? Cause I want to learn uh, more languages too myself. Me then, too. Yeah. You know. Thanks I mean. Yeah. It I'm does. Like, Takes a lot of work. The only thing I know how to say in Spanish is "lo camina está bien." You know, and that's, that's all I know how to say. You know, <laughs> yeah, the food is fine. You know, the food is fine. You know, I say, I, I go in a restaurant. I be going to a restaurant. I'm like I know what I'm talking about. I be like "lo camina está bien." They be like, "Oh, sí, sí, sí." And they start back. I say, "I don't know no more." <laughs> you know. I, you know, that's what I do, but, yeah. I but cannot. I, I'm just saying, you know, I'm just saying, right? But, <laughs> They're so serious. You know, um, but anybody else, you know, y'all can chime in at this time. You know, right, because I'm, I'm getting a brain freeze. Out <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny. Yeah. So, what's the future hold? No, before we get to that one, because we didn't ask this. If, so, people, peers, your age, and I want you to do this too, Crystal. Here's your age. If you had something, a jewel to drop, to give to them, to help them get to the place you're at, or try to go 
after the things that they want to go after that be beneficial, not detrimental to their uh, self and also to their future. What would you say? I'll start with you, David, and go to Jordan, and then we come over here to Crystal and see what you would say. I don't think I'm on any type of level. I think that we're all striving to, like, you know, just be better. But um, I don't know. Just to give some advice, it's something that I'm trying to practice too. I think maybe, I don't know, just don't chase pleasure in life. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, just I don't know, fostering habits like just good, like disciplined habits is probably beneficial. Ooh. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, develop uh, develop skills like and like work the muscle of discipline for sure. Because you because anything. Any, anything worth having, uh, anything worth accomplishing takes hard work. Everything. And getting, if you want to go the, the route of like uh, college, getting a degree takes work. You know, if you want to start a business, start a business takes work. Everything takes work. So being, dis being a disciplined person, more like narrow and practically, but like from a broad perspective, like I think you should bend the knee been in need of God. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm speaking to a secular person, I will preach in the gospel. It, that's that's essentially what they need. Mm -hmm. That's ultimately rather what they need. And if I'm talking to a Christian who's my age, I would say uh, strive to love God and love your neighbor more. Mm. My man. My man. Mm. Crystal. Alright, well, my answer's not going to be as deep, but because, uh, <laughs> you know, I haven't been on the earth through a lot yeah i haven't even been on the earth that long so that makes sense right but i feel like sometimes i'm too hard on myself so Ooh, yes <laughs> you're getting it early in love that's, that's all. so go ahead go ahead so work hard you know like jordan was saying and just know that you're doing a good job in whatever you're doing or whatever you want to do you know I like that thought that yeah, you're too. you're too. I feel like we should expand on that one piece of the thought because I feel like that is a very real thing for a lot of people, and not just like at any age. I feel like people are really, really hard on themselves. You see how much time has passed, right? Mm -hmm. So, 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 give me an example. Like, how do you sometimes feel like you, maybe you're too hard on yourself? Well, I mean, when I have this technique class at dance. Sometimes, you know, people are doing other things that are higher than you, but you're still on the lower level, but you're still doing a good job at it. Mm -hmm. yeah. So be okay with where you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's excellent. Mm -hmm. I love that thought. I do too. And I the love fact that, that she's getting this at 12 years old, there's some 50-year-old women, or 50-year-old people out here <laughs> who don't, don't, don't understand that, you know, and be, be easy, be easy on yourself. <laughs> it's one thing to be disciplined. Mm -hmm. Um which is, is excellent, but you gotta like accept where you are for the time being, because it's gonna get better mm -hmm. as long as you stick with it and don't don't beat yourself up. Mm -hmm. And this, we were just talking about that earlier about how people beat themselves up, and a lot of times when we do that, it it, it, it shows that we need to spend more time with God and listening to what He's saying to us, you know. 
because we can say some some terrible self-talk things mm-hmm. to ourselves if we don't recognize the voices that are talking to us you know Amen. Amen. Final thoughts from the co-hosts before we shut it down. Well, the one thing I have to say, because uh, you know, if any any segment that you know we do, we like that always try to have a takeaway. And the one thing I can say um, that should be a takeaway from this whole um, show is is that number one, you know, wisdom is not always with age, because these young uh, pupils have said some very wise things. Number two is that if you're focused in your uh, discipline and your efforts and you have a love for God, in other words, take the knee for the Lord, mm. you will definitely accomplish what you desire to do. Appreciate y'all. Mm. Amen. So that is another bold and beautiful show. Up and done. Say bye, y'all. Bye, bye y'all. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>